Hi, and welcome to Idaho Business Out Loud. I'm Liz Harbauer, and this episode is going to be focused on the many-faceted issue of small business funding. Now, it's a complicated process to navigate to know what options are best for your company, so I'm going to head over to the Zions Bank Business Resource Center to speak with the director of it, Karen Applegren, who's going to break it down into what options are available and which ones are best for your business. Hi, Karen. Thanks for being with us here today. I'm so excited to hear about your expertise and insights on small business funding. So, uh, First question that I just want to jump in with is, what can a business owner do to bring more money from the business itself? Can you tell us a little bit about bootstrapping? Yes, uh, bootstrapping is using your own funds uh, as an owner and also customer revenues to grow your business. And bootstrapping, the advantages are it's the least expensive cost of capital. You're not getting a loan, you're not giving away equity in your company. And so when it's possible, it's a great way to start a business. For example, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, um, started her business bootstrapping. What you want to try to do is um, increase the number of customers that you have, increase the average transaction size, increase the frequency of the transactions per customer, or raise your prices. All of those things will bring in more money to your business. But sometimes it's not quite enough. Sometimes you end up turning down opportunities because you don't have enough funds to maybe hire more staff and train mm -hmm. more staff. Or you're not able to do some of the marketing promotions you'd like to do uh, because you're constrained with just the amount of cash you have available. And sometimes even your product or service quality could go down because again, you're just not able to do everything that you'd like to do to grow your business and be as successful as you can be. In what situations would this be like a recommended way to fund the business? Bootstrapping? Well, that's usually the, the best way to start out a business if you can um, as a startup. If you are expanding your business, you're an established company, chances are you're, you're going to have to take stock of how much capital do we have in the business ourselves and do we want to, let's say you wanted to buy a, biz, a building for your business you want to look at should we tie up our capital in a big down payment in a building or is it better to lease for example and have more cash flow available or do we not have enough space at all to do either option without going out and, and seeking a loan or private investors mm -hmm. so um how do you know when it's right to make that that decision to go out and see capital elsewhere? I think you do uh, financial forecasts. You take, you analyze your current situation and you might do financial projections, uh, taking a look at what could we do if we had more funds? How much revenue could we bring in if we were able to use a certain amount of money to hire more people, do more promotions, uh, those kinds of activities, do uh, upgrades to our product. So this is a question on a lot of small business owners' minds. Um, what type of business model, what can they do to make their business attractive to angel and venture capitalist investors? So not every business model is a fit for angel or um, venture capital funding. Um, angels and venture capitalists are looking for a business that has the ability to grow revenues rapidly, mm -hmm. um, high growth companies, typically a company that has a technology component to it maybe um, some intellectual property around that technology. Um, because the angels and venture capitalists are looking at the business being able to have a successful exit in three to five years. And a successful exit could be um, another business purchasing 
your this business that the angels are investing in, or it could be an initial public offering where the business has grown to the point where they're going on the stock exchange and offering shares. Um, because there has to be a way for the angel investors and venture capitalists to receive a 10 times return mm -hmm. on investment. And that may sound like a lot, but the Angel Capital Association has um, pulled their angel group members around the country and found that out of every 10 of the companies in a portfolio at an angel group or a venture capital group, only one will hit a home run. The other nine won't make it. Oh, wow. So in order to uh, be sustainable, the, the investors need a 10 times return. And not every company can deliver that. So if you were to be one of those companies that, that did receive an offer from an investor, what criteria do you use to evaluate that opportunity, whether you, know, you should run with that or not? Well, because most of us have not had experience with angel investors and venture capitalists, it's really important to get the advice of an attorney who has worked on mergers and acquisitions and, and investments and all kinds of deals like this. Um, probably also speaking with your accountant, getting familiar with term sheets um, so that you understand what you're, the equity you're giving up in exchange for the investment in your company and working with business advisors. Um, and I think you have to be open to the fact that you're no longer going to be completely in charge of your company. These investors are going to want to say in the management decisions, they're going to want a seat on, on your board, uh, and they can also remove you as CEO if they feel that you're Not an really. impediment to growing the company. You'd still retain your shares of ownership, but. Mm -hmm. But if they don't believe you have the, the right focus or abilities to scale the company, you could be uh, replaced by a professional CEO that they bring in. Interesting. Um, so to kind of move on to like other sources of funding, when would a conventional bank loan or an SBA loan be a good option? So often it's a good option if you don't want to give up equity in your company and mm -hmm. control uh, if you going the investor route, that is an, an expectation. Um, an SBA loan is a great way to start your business because typically um, banks or other funders um, are hesitant to, inv to put up capital for a business that's less than two years in existence. That's the riskiest time. Um, not every business makes it. Mm -hmm. um, and so having that government guarantee for the bank encourages a financial institution to step out and take a little more risk, be willing to fund a startup and start uh, SBA loans can fund uh, working capital, um, startup costs, um, equipment, fixtures, buildings, um, renovations, leasehold improvements, all of those things. Why is it important to choose the right SBA lender? There are a lot of requirements and um, rules in, around SBA lending and so it's important that your bank the bank that you work with understands whether this particular project is eligible for SBA funding and to be able to um, to help you get to the finish line so that you're not spinning your wheels um, getting a loan package ready when in fact the deal can't be done. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of want to look at like this through the funding and the investors point of view. What do um, they want to see? What do they need to see in a business plan to do their due diligence? So whether you're going for bank financing through a loan or angels 
um, and other investors, or even your family putting in money, family and friends, you'll want to to have a complete business plan. And use and writing a business plan is so valuable because it forces you to look through all aspects of starting and growing a business. Um, we tend to be as entrepreneurs or as people drawn to certain aspects of work that we really enjoy or have a lot of expertise in. But running a business means more than just um, spending time with a customer or working on refining the product. Mm -hmm. It's also handling the accounting, the bookkeeping, it's um, the marketing, um, the sales funnel. And most of us are not great at everything. So by going through a business plan, uh, we can start looking at where do we have a weakness where we might be able to bring on a team member or outsource a task like bookkeeping to a CPA. Um, and we, we can find out if have we really done enough research in certain areas to be able to um, justify why it makes sense to start this business or, or for a funder to contribute to the business. And financial projections are really important as part of the business plan because you need to have some sense of what your ongoing expenses are going to be. Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to explain why you think you'll have so much revenue. Where, How many customers does that equate to? What is the average ticket sale? Um, why is, what is the growth rate that you're predicting and why do you think that's sustainable? And what's the competitive environment um, because uh, you're asking people to change their buying habits if they're going to move their business over to you. So what resources are there to help businesses um, prepare that business model and that, that plan that they present to investors? We are so fortunate in the Treasure Valley area to have, and statewide, to have so many resources for entrepreneurs and many are low cost or no cost at all. For example, the SBA has programs like the Women's Business Center, the Small Business Development Center, Treasure, uh, the SCORE, Service Corps of Retired Executives. Here in Boise, we have um, Trailhead, which is a co-working space, and they also provide mentoring. Um, our Zions Bank Business Resource Center provides complimentary workshops and complimentary business counseling. And so I think it's important to uh, walk through any of these doors or use as many resources as you can because we tend to be myopic about our own business and we don't often see um, what some risks, um, some of the risks that may be out there that we need to prepare for or some of the weaknesses we have and having that um, other perspective is really valuable. Mm -hmm. um, so what can you tell us about business grants? So often there's a perception that there's piles of free money out there for people to start a business. There are some grants that are uh, related to technology-based products. Um, for example, the SBIR, STTR, or iGEM funding are different programs that help a company to work in conjunction with a research university to, um, to commercialize their products, um. but it's not a fit for everyone. Um, but in the right situations, it can provide um, not only documentation of the efficacy of the product that you're offering, uh, but it can also um, 
show you other ways the product or service could be useful. So I've had clients who've um, been able to obtain that kind of funding. But again, it's not for every situation. Um, a retail shop opening up isn't probably the right fit for that kind of funding. So kind of along those lines, another option for funding is a crowdfunding, but that's also kind of a rare sort of model, isn't it? Well, there have been two businesses that I'm aware of in, in the Boise area that have been successful in, with crowdfunding, oh, really? and there may be others out there that I just don't know. Uh, Proof Eyewear and uh, Boise Brewing have also used the crowdfunding platforms such as Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Um, you have to be very good at, you have to be willing to spend time on this type of funding. Uh, because you have to be very good at marketing and do a lot of marketing to be able to attract uh, potential donors to these platforms, these websites, and then to attract them to your particular project because there's other projects that they could fund, a lot of bright and shiny out there. Um, and then once, once people decide to donate, typically you are promising to send them different items as a thank you. So you have to be good at shipping and fulfillment to send that coffee mug to someone who's donated $100 or um, you know the t-shirt of the month uh, for someone who has a larger donation, whatever that looks like. And it's important to understand the rules of the different platforms. Mm -hmm. um, with some platforms, if you don't make your goal, you're, um, you leave with nothing with other platforms, um, you give up a percentage of the money you've taken in. So understanding the rules and the time involved and making sure that you have the skill sets to make this successful are important. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there might be an advantage there because when you launch, you launch with sort of pre-established customer base? Absolutely. That, um, the companies that I know who have used crowdfunding have found it valuable to test market their product or service idea. They're getting real-time feedback from people, um, suggestions, comments, and so that is a big benefit in addition to any funding you might um, be able to pull in from this method. So what about using 401k money to start a franchise or buy a business? That is an option if you have a what's called a qualified retirement plan and that the the ROBS program, Rollover Business Startup, um, has rules around what is, an, what is a qualified retirement plan. Um, what happens is the business owner takes money from that 401k, for example, and they create a new C corporation and fund that C corporation with those retirement proceeds. And so it's now stock in that C corporation. Um, it's a very complex process. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it in the correct manner, you can get into tax trouble, legal Ooh, trouble. Yikes. So it's really important that you work with a CPA and a, an attorney who have experience with the ROBS program. Um, you probably want to talk to a financial advisor because you're taking money that was probably in a diversified group of investments in your 401k and now putting it kind of all your eggs in one basket into your particular company and you'll want to make sure that, that that is a good fit for your overall financial goals. Um, but it can be a way to start. I've seen, I've had clients who've used um, the ROBS program to fund their franchise or other startups.
If you can navigate the complexity of that process well, is it a good option? It's always a cost-benefit. Um, whatever form of financing you're choosing, you're looking, and that's why it's important to know your options so that mm -hmm. you can really decide what might be the best fit for you and your company in the particular stage of business and in your situation. Yeah, it's very true. It seems like there's so many options here. Navigating through all of them must be very complicated. Um, so to kind of back up a little bit to something we touched on earlier, I think this is one of the big takeaways that you know our, our readers and listeners need to know is what um, what are lenders looking for? Like what specifically do you want to present to them when you are trying to um, gain the interest of a lender or investor? Well, there's something called a, a loan package, and this is all of the documents that you need to prepare to submit a loan for a funding decision. And most banks, financial institutions, will have a checklist of those items. But I think even more importantly, you need to understand what's called the five C's of credit, how a lender is making a decision about your funding your project. Um, the five C's of credit include character, and in that C, uh, we're talking about your credit score, the credit scores of the owners of the company. Um, we're also talking about the experience of the team, because a lot of people have great ideas, but can everyone execute mm -hmm. and be successful? So that's the C, uh, that's one of the C's, character. Another C is capacity. You need to show that the business can afford to make the new loan payment, and that is shown through either the existing financial statements and tax returns if you're an established company, or it's shown through the financial projections, the forecast that you're creating, and you have assumptions behind it to explain why that makes, why what you're predicting will, will happen. Um, another C of credit is conditions. What are the conditions in your particular industry, in the the whole economy, the local economy, the general economic trends. Um, another C is capital. It's really important that you have skin in the game. In other words, a down payment, you, that you've put some of your own money at risk. It is very rare to have to receive funding without um, the owner having injected some money into the business. Putting money into the business shows that you as the owner believe in your business too, and you're taking sharing that risk with the other funders. Collateral is another C of credit. Collateral refers to tangible assets that could be sold if there were, was trouble in the business. Things like vehicles, equipment, inventory, those are examples of collateral. And so a funder will look at, do you have collateral available? So all of those five C's of credit are are being analyzed um, as the lender is looking at strengths and weaknesses. And you need to be, as an owner, prepared to explain how you'll mitigate some of the weaknesses in your deal. Um, the lenders are going to find it anyway, or the or any funder is going to, to spot some concerns. So you, working with advisors perhaps, you'll be more cognizant of some of those weaknesses and Hopefully you're prepared with a strategy and some tactics so you can explain how you might overcome, for example, new competition coming into the market or new regulations that uh, are rolling out. So can you give us sort of a final takeaway for our listeners? Um, this is, we've talked about so much, gone over so many options and uh, information. What is the, the key thing for them to know? We don't know what we don't know. Um, 
And so it's really important to get that um, outside perspective so that you're more prepared, you understand your options, you understand what you need to do to make a good impression with that funding source. And so I would highly advise that you have people on your team like a lawyer, a CPA, a business insurance agent is important, a, a good banker is important, and then mentors as we talked about from places like SCORE, Trailhead, Small Business Development Center, Women's Business Center. Um, VentureCapital.org is also a great place to go if you're looking to pitch for investment because they have mentors who help you prepare for angel and venture capital funding. So reach out. Um, there are so many people in this community that, that want to support your small business and help you out. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all your information and insight with us. It's been fascinating and I'm really glad to be able to share it with our listeners. Thank you. You're guys. welcome. Thank you for having me.